0: One of the worst forms of self-sabotage is expecting empty people to pour into you. Expecting people that don't know how to give love. Expecting people that have never been in that place that or rather don't desire to be in that place to be able to pour into you. Like, and, and, and I want to make this clear. I do believe that people deserve chances and we deserve to see the good in people. But we also have to be the realist and understand that some people just are not going to pour into you. They might pour into someone else, but you're not the vessel that they desire to pour into. And it's okay to not have to force people, but it's self-sabotage to expect them to pour into you when they've shown you that they don't desire it. You're listening to the On Call Empath Show. Hey, this is Raj Mantaj coming at you from The On Call Empath. You're listening to the top 10 recovery podcast on the web, heading towards 300 episodes, over 150 guests, more guests on the way. All I ask you guys to do is share, like, um, even go to the link in this bio, share, buy me a coffee. Whatever you can do to support this, epi- you know this podcast, um, it would definitely help me out. I will keep making the episodes and bringing you top tier guests from around the world. So let's dive right into it. This episode, I've been planning for just a while. I didn't want to re- release it until now because I feel like now <clears throat> I'm in a good place mentally, physically. Um, as you guys know, I'm, I'm trying to be more vulnerable and kind of tell you guys more about my journey and my personal life and some of the things that I go through, even as a coach, you know, I'm not perfect. So I feel like as a host, you know, I want to share that with you because I know that there's other people out there that might be suffering themselves. So what I tend to do, and hopefully I'm Coming out of this is I tend to self-sabotage myself by letting the wrong people into my life. Whether it is a relationship, um, a new job, you know, just a person that I meet randomly in the coffee shop. I noticed I keep doing the same thing over and over again is the people-pleasing, trying to get accepted, trying to be validated So I took a step back and, you know, obviously I've talked to a lot of doctors, therapists on this podcast, a lot of my colleagues, a lot of different podcasters. And I've noticed that a lot of the stuff that I do and I've noticed a lot of things that my clients do is that we try to blend in and be accepted. So we don't put ourselves first. We don't put our authentic self first in order because we might feel like maybe that person we got to get this person to like us. So in this episode, I'm going to be talking about five things that, that I think we should all be aware, not just empaths, but when we meet somebody and there is a connection, what's the first thing that goes through your mind? You know, it's like some of the things that I ask now is, is this person going to respect, honor, love, you know, treat me the same way that I treat them? And honestly, ask yourself that because I'm going to go off of my last uh, past relationship. It just seemed like it was a one-way street. Like I was doing all the loving, the respecting. And I asked myself, you know, why does it feel that way? You know, um, of course, I tried to communicate that with my partner. But unfortunately, that wasn't an option. Um, they had already made the decision On how they were going to treat me. And that's the key thing. Um, Whether you know somebody really well. Or let's say you don't know them very well. They've already made a decision. They've already saw you and had a conversation with you. And they're going to treat you the way they feel that you should be treated. Now that's why having a first impression is so key. Because usually when you leave you have the ground rules, you have the boundaries up front, you let them know what you will and won't accept, which I'm still working on myself. Usually, the person goes away, or they treat you a little differently, maybe with more respect, like, hmm, I, you know, I better respect this person. Now, a lot of times that doesn't happen, even if you have your boundaries, and you come across as somebody that's a more reserved and that's the method that I'm using now just because the world we live in and a lot of people that are out there in the workforce dating just overall it just seems they have narcissistic tendencies I'm not saying that they're narcissists but it just seems like everybody is kind of out for themselves um not everybody but like majority of the people that that I've had experiences with come across as that. And so one of the things I want to ask is, what can this person do for me? Can they fill my cup? What am I getting out of this relationship? Whether it's work, romantic, admit to yourself. So number one, admit to yourself that you're addicted, you're, you're attached You're attached to this person for some reason. Now, if we go back all the way to your childhood, where did you seek that validation? Was it a lack from your family, your parents, your siblings, maybe a loved one? Why do you want to be accepted? Why do you want to be attached to this person? What does that do for you? What does that do for your soul? Because it feels good. We feel wanted. We feel validated. We feel important, right? We feel relevant. Who wants to not feel that, right? So what we'll do is we'll go out to all these lengths to, to, to try to win them over, do things so they'll notice us, so they don't discard us. But at the end of the day, if that person is toxic or they have other other agendas... I I feel like just like my last relationship, it was hard for me to accept that. And that's number two is letting go and accepting the fact that this person will not change. You cannot change anybody. You can let go. You can walk away. If they change, that's on them. You, you can't tell somebody like, hey, treat me with respect or treat me, you know, this is what I'm missing. I mean, you could communicate it. And so these are some of the things that I did, and I wasn't getting satisfactory answers. I, you know, it was, I was always feeling I was on the back burner. So what did I do? I asked these questions, and I know letting go is not easy, but accepting the fact that this person won't change is going to make the blow a little less painful, But every question that I want, to ask, I want you to ask is, what is this person going to do for you? Are they going to fill your cup? Are they going to meet your needs? Is this person, is this person even capable of giving you what you need? That's what you need to ask. That's the main question. Because if they're not capable, why even try? Think about it. You're in a relationship. The person is not capable of loving. They've never loved a single person. They've had plenty of boyfriends and girlfriends. They love their parents, they love their kids, but they've never been in a long-term relationship or maybe they have and they've it's ended in divorce. Several divorces. Several boyfriends, several girlfriends. There's no there's just a long history. So if you look at the history and the person definitely cannot be in a committed relationship, why are you going to try to force that? You know you're just going to be another number. No miracles going to happen after the 20th person. What makes you think you're going to be any different? And these are some of the things that I had to look at. I did not want to look at the stats, but when I actually put it on paper and I looked at it, I'm like, damn. I'm beating a dead horse here, guys. As empaths, we don't, want, we don't want to hear that. We just want the person to love us for who we are, but not everybody has that capabilities. Number three, is it the person that you're really wanting to win over or is it the feeling that they give you? Is it the feeling that that person gives you? So it, think of a person that you really wanted in your life. Let's say romantic, but they didn't choose you. But for a while, they did everything right. They, they gave you the, the notion that they were the perfect person for you. They treated you amazing. You thought that was your soulmate, blah, blah, blah. But then one day they flipped, <laughs> and then they were a totally different person. And you're like, how could this person change? Now I want you to ask you for number three is, is it the person, think of this person, or was it the behaviors and the things that they did for you that made you feel special? Because we could take that person out, throw them away, and replace that with a healthy person who can give you those same things, but in a different body and different face and more loving, more respectful. So just ask yourself that. If you can just think about the person that you always wanted or you always wanted to get in good grace with, maybe it was a, a family member, a father, a mother a boyfriend, a girlfriend, but they never committed to you. They always, they showed you some good times. They showed you that they can be loving, but most of the time they would fall apart. Was it the person or was it the feeling that they gave you? Because these feelings, these breadcrumbs that you get, newsflash, you can get that 24-7 with somebody else who's who doesn't even mind giving it to you all the time you're just used to from trauma taking these breadcrumbs and eating them up and then being starving for a couple days and then getting them ag- getting them again and then starving for a couple days that's how they keep you on the loop and that's what i was going through with this last relationship they they came out everything was 10 out of 10 they were nice they were loving they were you know thoughtful empathetic you name it they had it but then one day it just switched off the mask comes off and i'm still in, like waiting for that stuff to come in and it's not that's where number 4 comes in self love you have to give that to yourself you have to learn how to give that self give that to yourself so when you get into a healthy relationship you're not going to want that drug you're not going to want those breadcrumbs because you're giving it to yourself and that is the hardest thing for all of us to do because we always want validation. Look at what we're doing on social media. We're always wanting validation. We're always wanting people to like us, give those likes, give those likes, you know, how do you how do I look in this dress? How do I look in this shirt? We always want good feedi- feedback. We don't want to hear the bad stuff. We don't want to hear that we don't look good we're overweight or we're you know not doing well in life. We don't want to hear that. We only want to hear the good stuff. Well, in life, you got to hear the good and the bad. And a, and a healthy person will tell you both. But you have to stop sab, self-sabotaging yourself. Stop, stop self-sabotaging yourself. And this goes for my, myself, too. That we're going to have to give and fill our own cup. And this leads me to the final part is expectations. And I'm going to leave you with the most important part of this whole part of the podcast is never have expectations for anyone. Let me repeat that again. Never have expectations for anyone in this world. Your loved one, people that you trust the most, your employer that's been so loyal to you for the last 20 years, uh, you can't. Because everything comes to an end. How do I know this? Because we all die. Nothing lasts forever. When this relationship ended, I was devastated. I never thought I would get anywhere. I, I couldn't get out of bed. I thought that was it. Because I had so much expectations into it, I thought this was going to be it. This was going to lead to marriage and old, being old and growing old together, holding hands, all that stuff that you see on television. Fortunately, the world doesn't work that way. The person didn't see me that way, and that's okay. I needed to do my work. I'm not blaming that person. I'm not blaming myself. We both needed to do work. And now I'm doing the work. And I have to give that love that I didn't get from this other person to myself. That's what I've learned. And that's what I'm doing this podcast episode for. And hopefully, next time you put your eggs in one basket, whether it's a job, a relationship, you know, let's say you, Going on a date, you have, you pick out your clothes, you go to the store, you doll yourself up, you go to the date, you drive there, you're all excited wearing your best cologne or whatever, and the person doesn't show. There's so much you can take of rejection and heartache, but if you didn't have the expectations, if you had something set up just in case if that didn't work out maybe meeting somebody an hour later that way you don't have to have that expectation that this is going to be it that was my issue is I was expecting so much from one person that could not give because they never did that to anyone before how can I me asking them it's like asking a two-year-old to do like a physics problem. They're not, they're not going to be able to do that. So don't have expectations for anything. Um, obviously enjoy when good things happen. I just got a job at a really major fortune 500 company. Of course I'm excited, but I'm not jumping up and down. I'm not because I've learned in life that things could change. I can just start and then they can just go out of business. They, I mean, I can get in a relationship and go well for three months and then I can find out that they're bipolar and then they they don't want to do the relationship, just like my last relationship. If I had those boundaries, if I had self-love... If I stop self-sabotaging myself, wanting that person to like me, accept me, when I've already made that decision for myself, it doesn't matter what that person does or doesn't do. I'm still whole and I'm okay. That's what I'm trying to get through this to this episode. I hope this is making sense. Of course, I had to write all this down. So bear with me because I'm I'm talking really fast and I'm just trying to think of all the things that I went through in the last several months after this breakup because it was very um, it was very you know heartbreaking for me. And I'm still, you know, thinking about it, but if I go through these steps, it wasn't the person. It was what they did for me, the feelings. Where does those feeling come from? It comes from lack of love from childhood from probably somebody way, way back, 20, 30, 40 years ago, right? So I can't nearly just blame one person or blame my last relationship. I you know, it, it's not fair to that person because that's something that happened to me a long time ago that it is affecting me now in adult relationships. But it's okay to say that I'm working on it. I don't understand it, but I'm willing to do what it takes to put myself first. And that, my friends, is the road to a healing journey. I hope you guys got something out of this. Um, I told you that I'm going to be more vulnerable. I'm going to tell you more about my personal life, and maybe you guys could relate with me. I know a lot of you have been writing in, saying, tell me more about you, and the host of the podcast, because I've done so many guests and their stories and their traumas. Now it's my turn to kind of slowly come out of my shell, you would think, after, you know, 200 some episodes. But I don't ask for much. So if you guys could share this, uh, buy me a coffee. There's a link in the bottom there. I would definitely appreciate it. With that said, I have more guests coming on. I think you guys are going to love this podcast. Is going crazy i just keep getting more and more guests that i want to be on here i'm trying to go through all of you guys um i'm going to try to hit 300 episodes try to move up the ranks and keep killing it guys because you are the reason i'm doing this so with that said stay tuned for the next episode and we are out you're listening to the on call and